Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. So we're talking about uh, compassion, you know, empathy and mm-hmm. sympathy. Mm-hmm. So what I think compassion is, is when you're able to see somebody going through something and you can't necessarily relate to it, Mm -hmm. but you're going to put yourself in the position Mm -hmm. to suffer with them, not Mm -hmm. knowing what they're going through, but to sort of force yourself to understand it by implementing yourself in it. Um, When I think about, you know, sympathy, sympathy is a funny one, right? It's not anything that you can like feel with them because you haven't actually felt whatever pain they're going through, mm-hmm. but you sympathize for them. And then empathy is a big one. So you actually have to relate to what they're actually going through. You yeah. got to feel what they feel because you've been through it yourself. Yes. Now, each one, um, I personally struggle with compassion and we'll dig into that in a minute. Um, but sympathy is a funny one as well because mm-hmm. you can it definitely is. sympathize with someone, but there's always a cutoff point. So if you sympathize with someone, it's like, okay, and they come back to you like the next week and they're still talking about the same crap and they haven't done anything to try to adjust or fix it or overcome it. Like what point are you like, hey, I'm just done sympathizing. You know what I mean? The empathy thing never goes away, right? I can relate to you, John, John and Zach Mm -hmm. in a multitude of ways, right? Um, But yeah, that's my perspective on all three of the things, uh, you know, compassion, empathy and sympathy. And then uh, I'll turn it to... John? Yeah. Uh, okay. Empathy. I mean, um, I mean, I can I, I have a lot of empathy and uh, it's I'm possible I can actually when it comes to a lot of different people relate to what they've been through. Mm-hmm. You know. And if you're like a friend or someone close and I really uh invested in you, mm-hmm. I will not because empathy is actually going through, been through what someone has been through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. can actually sit down with you and let you know that you're not in this alone mm-hmm, at that time mm-hmm, and moment, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I want to also try to help you solve the problem. Facts. And like when he was bringing Facts. up like sympathy, you know how they all can be related. Facts. I, I have the same trouble because I think you have to take self-accountability no matter what. Mm -hmm. Even if it was circumstances that you couldn't control, Mm -hmm. if you do not take self-accountability for it, you're giving up control to the problem or whoever caused it. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, you must take control of the situation. Mm -hmm. This is a man from the military taught me this. Mm -hmm. So self-accountability is a must. Absolutely. I don't care what you've been through, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's where the line might cross. Mm Because it might get to a certain point, like he's, uh, Joe was talking about, okay, what have you done? Mm-hmm. Or whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you're still saying the same thing over and over and you just, then that may be where the sympathy needs to stop and sure. self-accountability sure. needs to start. Sure, sure. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I personally feel like um, I, how I envision sympathy is like um, someone who's very nonchalant and careless like uh they don't really care how you feel they're just like it's almost like a thing to say like oh, i feel really sorry for you i'm praying for you you know damn well they ain't praying for you you know damn well they, the moment y'all have done the conversation they are all turned into their own life i think that's just like the more subtle it's the least of empathy that within that trio um yeah i think empathy is to naturally connect with one and i think people who and i hate to use this term because it sounds so like overused but people who are empathic I think they are empathic simply because they've been through a lot. So that's why you can relate to a plethora of people in various ways. Somebody who's been through so much in their lifetime can relate to a lot of people. That's why that person is very relatable, which makes them empathic. Like, dang, they can touch on and they can relate to 
various types of people throughout their life and throughout situations. That's what makes them empathic. You know what I mean? Um, it's a word that's overused, so that's probably the last time you're gonna hear me use the word empathic or empath. <laughs> um, and uh, I, yeah, go ahead. What you about to say? I was say I don't even know how to spell it, but um, yeah. <laughs> You hear it all the time. I'm oh, they're so empathic. It's like such a word. It's like, dang, bro, stop using the word. Find another word to use. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we spoke about each one, like compassion, empathy, and sympathy. So, give me an example of when you showed compassion, um, maybe at a time in your life for somebody else. Mm. Uh, so again, compassion is more physical. So I had a friend who was down bad, and until this person got back on their feet, I made sure I was physically there and showed up for them. Whether it was through financial, whether it was physically um, helping out, taking taking care of the kids, helping out, um, I was there. That was that's a level of compassion that I think I was there, and I exemplified that. Yeah, absolutely. Empathy is just when you're, you know, I got you. I'm, I'm emotionally there for you when you need me. Yeah. Yeah. What absolutely. about yourself, John? Uh, compassion for me is it's quite simple uh, I'm not going to ask you what can I do for you because that's mm -hmm. what a lot of people do mm -hmm. and you know 9 out of 10 out of people are not going to say oh well you can do this you can do that you can mm -hmm. do that. that's not life this mm -hmm. is a joke mm -hmm. I hate when people do that mm -hmm. if it comes to <laughs> compassion I'm if I've been around you or I know you somewhat I I'm just going to step up to the plate I and do you. certain things Facts. They're just going to get done. Facts. You're going to be more shocked that get they're done. being done. Yes, yes. That is real compassion. That is me saying and speaking loud than my words can do. Mm. My actions are going to show it. Mm. And especially when you're in your darkest moment, I need to shine the light now. That's a bar. It's time. That's a bar. That's a bar. It's, it's time to step up. What do you mean to me? Yeah. Let me show you now. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I agree with you, John. I just, I think we're the term like the actual definition of compassion is like when you're suffering with somebody i don't want to suffer i want to fix the problem mm -hmm. and i'm so solution based that's why i think i have a problem with actual like the, t the definition of compassion because mm -hmm. i don't want to suffer with you i want to like if for example if my girlfriend's going through something i'm so like outcome driven i'm like okay she's going through this shit. what can i do mm -hmm. to get her out of it rather than sit in it with her mm -hmm. that's why i think i struggle with compassion because for me and this might sound absolutely terrible for the record mm -hmm. but i think it's an absolute waste of time I, i'm just outcome driven sure. i want to figure it out and sure. get by it but i women aren't as logical as men no offense it's just more so like that. Listen, man. Listen, no, no. I, I heard somebody. Me. But this is this is something yeah. I'm actually working on because yeah. you know sometimes like you know my girl just wants me to listen, but mm -hmm. I I have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. Like I can't like stop myself from just trying to become like, a, mm -hmm. okay, this is going on. Let me do this to overcome this mm -hmm. rather than just sit and listen. That's why solution based. Exactly. That's why I have a, such a big problem with like compassion. I'm like, let's just figure this out and get by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes like I I, I don't know. That's yeah. that's how I am with now, it. Now I had to break down the word um with, with compassion because it says it does the, the true definition just says to suffer with someone. Correct. Um I think it's easily I think it's easy to get it misconstrued when somebody says I want to suffer with you. I think it's showing that the the the, the lack the amount of love like, I'm willing to suffer with you. That's how much I love you. I'm willing to be here with you every step of the way. Like he said, when you're at your darkest, I will be there to pick up the pieces, to shine the light in those dark areas, to get you back to where you need to be. Because um, that's when I first read that it said to suffer together. I was like, does that really mean to just literally sit and suffer misery with somebody? No, you love them enough that you will. You are willing to go through misery and suffer with them to get them out back on their feet. That's how I broke it down. I was like, okay, all right. It makes better sense. Uh but if you're so, do you okay. use it? Do you use sympathy, compassion? 
yeah. sporadically, yeah. I'm going to be honest, it, it's a case by case. Yeah. You come across so many different people in this wild world that we live in, man. Like, this is a jungle out here. Yeah, you got lions, tigers, yeah. gorillas. Yeah. You, you, got, you got a lot out here. It's, it's a zoo. So, therefore, I must deal with people in different ways mm -hmm. according to their personality and their intentions. And what, they, and what they have already shown you. Exactly. And what they have already shown, shown you. you. Yeah, a lot of people exactly. a lot of people tell you who they are. Yes. And a snake yes. don't stop being a snake, they just share skin. Remember that. So, you know, I got to deal with people accordingly because I'm not here yeah. to drown with you because yeah. I can't help others if we both drown. Sure, you sure, know? sure, sure. So there are... You yeah. know. So I think for me, I show, I at least I try to show empathy every day. I think that's, a, again, it's a muscle. If you don't use it, you lose it, right? Um, if you don't exercise empathy, you will become more self-absorbed, which can lead to narcissism, right? And we all want to avoid that. So I try to showcase empathy on a regular basis all the time, right? I feel for people. Um, compassion, I can't do every day. I can't save the world. That's not my job. Jesus Christ even tried it, and he couldn't save the world. You know what I mean? Like, he did. He saved who he could at the time. So um, I showcase compassion to very few people who I can help, who I can be there for. I do the best I can. And sympathy, again, I would love for peace, for peace to be on earth. I would love to try to help people. But I'm praying for you. I got you. I hope all is well. Wish you the best of luck. But I'm not going to sit there and placate and pacify you either because a lot of people really just want that. They want sympathy. They want you to... Oh, it's gonna be okay. I'm praying for you. Let me. Nah, nah. Listen, it's time for you to start. Stand on your two feet. Come on, we got this. Come on. Yeah. So with let's talk about empathy a little bit. So with empathy, right? If you go through something um, that somebody else has been through, you can relate to them, correct? Mm. But is there ever a cutoff to where, like, when you go through that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Do you do you ever stop empathizing with people? Like, it's like, dude, I'm done with this. Like. We've been through this. Like, I came out of X because I was in this situation. Yes. You were in X situation. Yes. You're still there. I've yes. been there for a week, a year, whatever. Yes. And you're still talking about the same crap. Like, yes. So empathy, by definition, is you, you know what they're going through because you've been through it. Sure. But what is the cutoff sure. of actually showing somebody empathy? So that's the thing. There has to be a cutoff at some point because if there's not a cutoff, then I'm just pacifying your shitty behavior. Yeah, but what is the cutoff? Uh, that's for everyone. That's it, it calls for everyone to be different. For some, it might be... Two weeks, okay, you need to start getting up. Some might be a little bit longer depending on the situation. I think it depends on the individual when their cutoff is like, okay, you know what? Does it also depend on what you're empathizing about? Yeah, it depends on how severe this person might need that. Yeah, absolutely. I okay. think it, it depends on the severity of it. Yeah, so it's like, a ca it's like a case by case. Case by case, what yeah. You're saying. That's what I'm saying. It's a muscle. You have to exercise it. So everyone gets a certain level of that empathy depending on the circumstance, depending on, like he said, their character. Some people just want to be pacified. Some people just want their hand held all throughout life, and they look to you to be their mommy or daddy. No, nah, we're not doing all that. I'll be there for you, but at some point, it's time to stand on your two feet and, and walk out of darkness, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Would you agree with that, John? Yeah. Yeah, it's more or less, like I said, it's really case by case. Okay. Mm -hmm. It is really case by case and mm -hmm. how you have certain people and, you know, certain people in your life, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just the bottom line. Like no two people are alike, no two days are alike. Mm -hmm. So you, you got to somehow. I guess life is full of adjustments, and how you handle those and deal with those That's, adjustments. Yeah, you can't treat everybody the same. Yeah. You can't do every situation the same. So is this the one thing where you're saying you can't treat everybody the same? It's like this is the one instance where consistency isn't beneficial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're saying you can't treat everybody the same, it's not consistent, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But consistency is preached to be a good thing. Um, it is, and it can be, but again, there's a thin line between consistency in, in some ways, but also, again, pacifying. When, when, it, when is 
when is your in, when is your consistency in pacifying enough? Because that's what you're doing. Now all of a sudden you're pacifying poor behavior. You're not allowing this person to grow. You're stunting their growth. Okay, so you're I, saying there's a it's not black and white. There's a gray area. There's yes, yes. Like I look like consistency is like if you're more or less chasing a goal. Consistency is more or less like you keep doing the same things over and over and knocking on the door until it answers. Like you just keep you're persistent with it. Consistent. They're like cousins. You just keep doing the same thing. When it comes to you know, being sympathetic, like I said, it's really a case by case. Certain people, they might need you to do certain things for them to get out of a rut. And certain people, hey man, let me step off because you're looking for a scapegoat. I need you to be self-accountable because I know you're strong enough to get through this. I know who you are. It's yeah. a case by case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, I think we got a basic understanding of what it means to each of us and sure. how we've reflected on each one. Uh, sure. Do you want to dig into a little bit of aggression? Yeah, absolutely. Aggression absolutely. and anger. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you want to speak on it first, you're more than welcome. Yeah, I think every man should. Do they relate? Does compassion, sympathy, and anger and aggression do they relate? It's a good question. I think they coexist very well. I think to be a man, because we're all in, we all can relate to being a man. I think you should know how to to be well rounded in all of them. Um, I think when it comes to anger specifically, I think a man has to be control of his anger, control of his rage. A man that can contr- that can't control himself is a very dangerous man to himself and people around him, to his country, to his world, to his family. You have to control <laughs> yourself. Um, but aggression, I think a man should have every day. I think a man should practice assertiveness and aggression every day, even when it comes to your friends. You know, you have to have that respect, <laughs> mutual male respect with one another and everyday people, you know. Um, men are gonna always test you. That's just how we are, it's in our nature, to test boundaries and to, you know, assert ourselves a certain way. Yes, assertiveness every day. Anger, depending on the situation, you know, can express that and showcase that absolutely yeah i think um aggression is necessary but Mm -hmm. control absolutely if you can't control your aggression you're a dangerous person Mm -hmm. um then what what is anger then what is anger then like you you got to control your anger you can't just have an outbreak who benefits from that sure Mm -hmm. Sure. no like who really like it's it's emotional control like who benefits right i'm being I'm, i'm asking you who benefits from you just having it? And obviously, we're not talking about like extreme cases, like mm-hmm. the majority, like, oh, like my wife didn't cook dinner or something like that, or the right. kid didn't take the dinner. Right. You're just going to flip out? Like, right. how are you going to handle no, it? You need to control yeah, it, right? But you can't just, like, fucking flip out and yeah. be going crazy on something. Like, yes. as a man, you have to be able to control it. When you can control your anger as a man, I think it's the highest pinnacle because it's a very hard thing to control, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's it something I struggled with. Yes. Yeah, it's That's something true. I struggled with in my past. Yeah. You know, um, so I had to learn to tame myself mm-hmm. because that Italian blood runs through me and it's, I go from <laughs> zero to a hundred real quick, facts, facts. you know, so I had to actually train myself to control things because facts. there's a lot in this world that gets me angry. Facts. There's a lot, facts. but I can't just act on it and, yeah. and, and be crazy about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause the Bible says be angry, but sin not. I think a lot of people feel like, oh, I can't be angry. No, it's an, it's an emotion. It, 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 but you need to be. It needs to be used at a healthy time and at the right time. But yeah, be angry, yeah. sin not. Don't let your anger control you to the point where you start doing stupid things, hasty things. You're gonna get yourself in a world of trouble. Yeah, yeah it's an it's an emotion. Feel that. If you're angry, feel that. And it's good for you to also, if you are angry, process that. Why am I angry right now? Why am I so tense that I want to put a hole through the wall? Process that. You have a better chance of not putting a hole through a wall yeah. or putting a hole in somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. It's an emotion. It, you, you should feel anger, but. Don't let it control you. Yeah, John, I want you talking a minute. Just give me a couple of seconds. So um, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I read a lot of studies, I think, from Harvard uh, where it says, like, when you have, like, emotional, like, outbursts and anger outbursts, mm-hmm. 
the your body takes hours upon hours to like get back to a healthy state because mm-hmm. it goes through such a stress level mm-hmm. and when you think about that like so if you have a, if you get really angry at something and it takes hours like how are you benefiting that's at a, all? That, that's a red flag. That's you, why you it be can, afraid of yourself. being controlled is good. And right. I'm not talking about holding it in. I'm just talking about just not being crazy with something. Sure. Well, processing. And I think a lot Correct. of men aren't taught how to process their, our emotions. I think most men usually work out of anger um, very easily, probably the easiest. Um, so, yeah, it takes time to understand that. But, again, it takes also being taught as men in society. Process your process how you feel. You know, I don't think we do that enough. We just innately, I'm angry. I'm tight. Well, I want to do this. I want to fight. I want to... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's good. Yeah. I just think uh, angry, aggression, it's, it's just a loss of control. Mm-hmm. You've lost the control of the situation. That's mm-hmm. why you're angry right now. Mm-hmm. That's why you snapping, whatever, we're not. Like, a person might uh, retaliate or you could physically, you know, do harm mm-hmm. to someone. Didn't mean I lost control at that moment. Mm-hmm. I may have gave you a million different chances and mm-hmm. this is what I need to do mm-hmm. to stop you from doing certain things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I haven't lost control. To make it that point, mm-hmm. you've known me a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. He's known me a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. People close to me have never seen me lose my aggression. This mm-hmm. is what they seen me aggressive at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm a deer mm-hmm. in the woods. Mm-hmm. It's more or less I don't put myself in situations where you lose control. Facts, you facts, know? facts. Once you lose control of a situation yeah, and yeah. you're acting an anger, like he just said, look what he did. It's a waste of energy now. Sure, sure. And you, you, you're, you've lost this and you're doing, you are, whatever the person well, gets like, you, they got the best At that point, I feel like once you lose control of your anger, I think that's where you you hit rage. Well, anytime, any, listen, for me, this is how I see when I'm angry, I'm quiet. I'm not screaming. That's rage. When I'm screaming, when I'm throwing my hands, when I speak with my hands, I'm rageful. I'm angry. That, I mean, I'm, I'm surpassed um, anger. I'm rageful. When I'm angry, I'm sitting here. I'm like, you know, I'm processing. I might be shaking. That to me, that's angry. I'm, I'm battling within myself to control that. When I'm talking loud and using my hands and threatening, that's rage. That's for me. That's how I define it. So yeah, once I lose control of anger, now I'm in the rage stage, and I that's I try to avoid that at all costs. Yeah, nobody so- wins. <laughs> Yeah. So, John, when you were saying, hey, like, I didn't lose control because I told and I'm just paraphrasing here. Mm-hmm. I want you to correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You said, hey, I didn't lose control because I've been controlled for like 100 times and now you're doing it again. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not losing control because I have to keep doing it. Is that sort of what you're saying? I have to draw a line in the sand. You can't just be walked over. But then anyone. that but, means, like I said, I gave you a million times to tell me who you are. But and catch yourself. And if I got to correct you or tell you certain things, you're not someone I need to be associated with. Like at this point that, in time, you're doing certain things that are, you know, uncouth or, you know, you're just being disrespectful. So, so I guess this, I'm going to challenge you. So I guess my question to you is like, if you gave an individual a multitude of opportunities, right? It was your choice but to keep giving them opportunities. So right, if you absolutely. so if you lash out, it still falls on you. That's why I don't lash out. That was the whole thing. No, but you said lie. like mm-hmm. you said that eventually like if I have to in other words, if I have to do it, I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you don't, you can just walk away and mm-hmm. leave that person. I'm just I'm just trying to understand what you're saying. Like what what are you saying is why wait till the last minute so you're about to go off or you end up going no, I, off. Okay, when I'm about step. to go off, maybe you're trying to it seems like what you're doing is going to cause harm to me. You can act a fool to yourself over there. Be a, be a show. Mm. Keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing mm. until it falls on my plate. Until when I say fall on my plate, to means 
when now mm. it could do harm to me. Mm. Now okay. when harm is coming my way, yeah. I'm going to protect. It's like a fighter in the so ring. Protect so yourself so, at all times. So how are you going to protect yourself? Are you going to walk away or are you going to lash out? Like, do you let it? Do you let it get to that point where you're about to just lash out, or, or are you going to de-escalate first? That was my question. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's, that's where I was trying to get at. That's what I was trying to get Are you going to de-escalate first, or are you just going to let it get to that point where now you're like, all right, gloves off, rah, 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 rah. I'm not, um, I'm going to give you the energy you've been giving me. I'm <laughs> going to give boy. you the energy. No, I'm going to give you the energy you've been giving me. So, you won't, so you're going to retaliate. So you're, you're off rip. You're just coming off rip. So you'll engage. You're back. engaged, yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. That's where I was trying to get the right. understanding. Because I gave you too many chances. You got too many chances. But and if I have you in my presence, I here go. I if I have you in my presence, I chose to have you in my Absolutely, presence. Absolutely, For certain reasons. John, I chose you. I got nothing but love for you, man. Right. But once again, you allowed them to be in your life. Yeah. Right. Continuously after doing the wrong thing. You got loved ones you do that to. So no, they, no, they, no, I don't. Yes, you do. I mean, you we got people going, that you bro. allow. They go. Come on, man. I'm, I'm on John's side with this. You got people. Stop. <laughs> you do got people in love you with you. You're like, that's a lot. Okay. No. I was just trying to get an understanding of that. Go ahead. I got to weigh in here because I think, I think one, um, kind of what's being described is like learned behavior. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's like, fair. How do you respond to something mm -hmm. typically is going to be resonated from how you've learned to respond to something mm -hmm. or what helped you survive when mm -hmm. responding to things. Mm -hmm. And also, too, I, I really agree with what John said. I, I think there's a level of life that, I mean, at least in my manhood, that um, you have to deal with, right? Like, you have to, like, is it hard to look after certain family members instead of just writing them off? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. But that doesn't mean that to some creed some people take on a duty mm -hmm. to still be there regardless of how hard it is or, mm -hmm. or what they put you through mm -hmm. so I, I would i would debate and challenge all of you that even from the stem of it that the use and the experience of aggression and, and most emotion with men is learned behavior mm, absolutely and it's curated at absolutely. this point right i would i would argue that it's at this point i wouldn't debate this i would argue that it's curated mm -hmm. with today's society. How mm -hmm. do you guys feel about that? Mm -hmm. So when you say it's learned behavior, Zach, mm -hmm. can you not unlearn something? How hard is that, though? In my experience, but, they, but you can. But, you can yes. but okay, so to answer the question, you can unlearn it, yeah. but it's difficult. Mm -hmm. Correct. Mm -hmm. And there's difficult things in life we have to do? Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I get what yeah. you're saying. I yeah. get what you're saying, man. I'm just trying to say, like, I've learned, I, I grew up in a single mother household. Correct. So I'm statistically at, at such a disadvantage here. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot of not right things to do, but I had to unlearn things. Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I agree. It was a great question. And you had, there was a second part of the question that I didn't really hear. Um, I'm drawing a blank now as well, because I'm thinking about what you just said in that mm -hmm. sense and unlearning them. Mm -hmm. And I agree. I think unlearning is one of the greatest skills that we can have as people. But, but it's difficult. How do you get to that? Like, if, just like how I described before, these are learned behaviors. Mm -hmm. I, I believe unlearning something is also mm -hmm. something you've learned to do. Mm -hmm. and it's That's fair. And I think it's something that we can experience naturally. But have you? Is that something you guys experience naturally? And is it something that mm -hmm. is describable? Like, can you sit back to a moment? Because I think I could, if I really sat and thought about it, mm -hmm. I think I could go back to a moment where I'm like, you know, this is something that's been. You know, quote unquote, passed down to me, or something mm -hmm. that I've just experienced in life that I don't agree with, mm -hmm. and I don't know why I'm doing it, mm -hmm. but I need to figure out how to not do it. So I, yeah. I, if I sat down and really looked at everything that's happened in my life, 
I can pinpoint something that I feel like would have inspired me to learn how to unlearn. Absolutely. But is that something that you guys can think about as well? Is there a time where you like yeah. sit down and you're like, this is this is a subconscious behavior that's Absolutely. not truly me and Absolutely. it's something that I need to work on. Absolutely. Yeah, in my own personal life, I won't get too deep into details. We'll talk about that, you know, later on down the line. But in my own personal walk um, with my family, um, there's certain patterns and behaviors of how we handle each other, how we talk to each other. It's usually aggression. It's usually out of anger or, or, or they're angry with themselves and they reflect, right? We're humans. We kind of def- reflect and deflect onto other people. And we fight fire with fire. So you give me, it's same, I was on his type of time. You give me the energy, I'm going to give you the same energy back. Well, I realized as I got older, I wasn't getting anything, especially me arguing with the older relatives. If I'm fighting fire with fire, all I'm going to get is you're disrespectful, you're out of control. See, this is your problem. And this took years for me to realize. So I was like, okay, this is a pattern that I keep running into with these relatives. At some point, it, I can't rely on the older relatives to be the one to change it. It was on me. So instead of me fighting fire with fire, I stopped doing what you did and I did what we did. Now I was like, all right, I'm pulling back. You see less and less of me. No, you're not going to see me for Christmas. No, you're not going to see me for New Year's. No, you're not going to see me on your birthday. And as long as this behavior continues, you will see less and less of me until now. You ain't seeing none of me. You ain't seeing grandkids. You ain't seeing nieces and nephews. You ain't going to get to experience that no more because you have failed. I have done the part. And if you meet me halfway, then we can grow together. But as long as you're not willing to meet me halfway and grow on that side, it is what it is. So that's when I knew that I couldn't look to the older relatives to be that change. I knew, I was like, okay, this is on me. I have to be the emotionally mature one, at least at this moment, and step. So that's when I knew. Yeah, so like learn behavior. Like growing up in a single mother household, like, you know, God rest my mom's soul, but you know, she, you know, she was on drugs and um, she was an, I don't want to say an alcoholic, but if there was like a borderline, she was, she was floating that line. Mm. I wasn't a big drinker. I didn't get into drugs. My mom was on the heavier side, um, technically considered to be a doctor obese. I didn't engage in that either. You know, I guess like a learned behavior would be like my eating habits or if I chose to go down that path of drinking and drugs. So I consider myself an independent thinker. And even though that's all I knew for years, I still didn't follow suit. Now, may I be an outlier? Maybe. Maybe that's why I don't understand like what Zach is. Like I understand what he's saying, but I can't relate to it that much because I get things are learned, but for me, it was always easy to not follow it. That's just me, like I might be different, like everybody here might have different views, but for me, it was like no brainer. It's your your truth. Yeah, no, it's not, (laughs) no, it's not, don't start that crap, man. I don't, there's one, there's an absolute truth. truth. (laughs) So yeah, but I do think that if we're speaking in majorities, I I will credit Zach on that, that I do think a lot of people have learned behaviors and it's, over the course of years, the it, I don't want to use the word brainwash, but it's sort of like that's what it is. Like that's all you, you kn- that's all you know. So that's what you become, right? Yes. You know, we talked about this last episode. You know, you are what you consume, yes. right? Not just food, right? Sure. It's uh the the music you listen to, the podcast mm-hmm. that you listen to, the uh, the the movies, the mm-hmm. you name it, and politicians. This is, and this is daily too. Yeah. You, so you do this so when daily? you're yep, when you're and the word learning is weird too. When mm-hmm. when you're I just like what you're consuming. So what you're consuming, that's who you become, mm-hmm. and that's what you pick up. Mm-hmm. For me, that's never been the case. Mm-hmm. It's always been um, on the negative side. I mean, like mm-hmm. I've never like I listen to rap. I watch my mom eat like crab. I watch her drink. I watch her do drugs. I didn't follow any of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like I said once again, and I might be saying the same crap, but it's. To me, it no, you have a unique behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a unique mindset. It didn't, but I, I'm, I think I just am so strong-willed to sure. not do what sure. she did, sure. knowing that she doesn't want me to. 
Sure. That's the biggest thing. Well, I think that's what made you gifted, but also very rare because, like you said, it's very easy to, okay, my parents done it. So I'm going to follow the same footsteps. Oh, we're all going to the same college or we're all going to do the same. I hate when I, I even hate too, sidebar. I even hate when I hear people say, like, um, this runs in our family. No, it doesn't. It doesn't run in the family. The problem is you guys all have the same eating pattern. They ate like crap. Your mom and daddy ate like crap. You ate like crap. So stop saying, oh, well, certain things might run in the family. But I hate when people say, like, oh, this runs in our family. No, change your eating pattern. Change the way you live. You might get a way better outcome from your family. Not everything is just generational, just passed down. Change change your lifestyle. Do a lifestyle change. You'll realize not everything is just, oh, this is in the bloodline. No. Change some shit around. You'll realize. What you got, bro? Wow. <laughs> well, now you guys are talking about, you know, stuff. It seems like the signs of behavior starts with family. Your first, your first initial of learning different That's behaviors facts. with family. That's facts. So when you take that into account, for me, you know, when I come across anyone, like I said, I'm going to give you a 100% chance to tell me who you are. Mm. And I can learn that within one or two sentences, your vibe, your body language. You know, I've been taught well of these certain things to look for. Mm. Okay, you could be off that day. Maybe I see something different. Your eyes are bugged out because of pre-workout or caffeine. It could be a lot of things that could throw that off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But more or less, I'm going to give you positive energy. Mm -hmm. If you choose to be negative at that moment, I'm going to take you for what that is. I'm not going to match you because sure. I need my own energy. Sure. You know what I mean? You won't bring me down. Sure. If I'm worth anything to you, yeah. You're going to reach out to me in a positive manner yeah. the next go round. If not, and that's just who you are. I'm yeah. going to let you be who you are. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to constantly keep knocking on the door sure. and come to find out it's not a door. It's it's a still. You yeah. know what I mean? Plate. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. You know, what I mean? I'm not going to do it to myself. Sure, sure. So I don't. I'm not going to invest myself in something that isn't going nowhere. Facts, facts. Let me ask you this: Is it um was it ever a challenge for you to? as a man growing up to the age that you are now was it ever a challenge for you processing your emotions did you ever find it very challenging to get control of certain emotions or was it or you know for, i'll say i'll speak for me first for me it was i for me it was i was i was a very emotional person in the sense like i was very rambunctious i had a lot of energy um i was very sensitive as a kid so i felt again empathic i felt people's energy very well so yeah i would say it took me a long time to develop um guidelines and foundation how to properly assort my emotions as a man i think i'm pretty good now but it's always a work in progress you know i still got the rest of my life to live to also grow but yeah i would say it was a challenge for me it was a challenge i could be very happy as a kid um somebody pissed me off i'm i'm upside your head like it was very easy to tick me off it was very easy to make me sad it was very you know what i'm saying it took me a long time but again you'll understand my story with my family just the dynamic it was it was it, i had to i had nothing else but so yeah it was the question was oh, uh more or less, uh, I want to say because I did, you know, my father is a heavy part of my life. A male took mm. time raising me. Uh, his biggest thing was don't lose control of the situation and your emotions. You, you need to have control of every situation at every given time. You mm -hmm. meet someone, you're in control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you lose control so and something goes wrong and something doesn't go in your way, self-accountability must be kept in. I'm not gonna have you crying on my shoulder because I, if I do that, the problem takes over and you can't correct it because you don't have self-accountability mm -hmm. within having. Mm -hmm. No matter who you meet, mm -hmm. what, what you come across, mm -hmm. what, what, what comes in your way, mm -hmm. I'm in control of the situation. 
I'm in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I agree with you, John. Um, just you probably said exactly what I was yeah, saying earlier. Yeah, too. we're on the same page with yeah. that. Back to you. Um, you asked a question about uh, something with emotions. Can you re-ask the question so I can answer it? Yeah, yeah. So what I asked him was, um, was there ever a time where you, um, it was a, a challenge for you to get control of your emotions or even process your emotions? Because again, growing up in our families, everybody's family dynamic, but even culturally, I don't think most men are really taught by anybody how to process, like process your emotions. We're just taught, get control of yourself, right? We act up, get control of yourself. You better tighten up. But are they ever taught you to like, why are you angry and break down why you're angry? So then you can, by the end of breaking it down, you realize, okay, I really am not that tight. I really shouldn't be that angry. Then you end up cooling down. Yeah. So were you ever taught that? So there's different types of emotions, right? You sure, have so anger, you have sadness, so sure. on and so forth. Uh, so when you say control them, like are you talking about, so if I have an experience where I cry, this, would that in your definition be uncontrolled emotion? Mm-hmm. Like just reactive, re- very reactive, yeah. So you're saying if I have something tragic that happens in my life and I shed a tear, whether it's in front of somebody or not, that's an uncontrolled emotion? Is it uncontrolled? Um, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. I'm just saying, was there ever a time in your life where you felt like, okay, I'm out of control. I do not have control of my emotions, whether, again, I could be in a very neutral mood or happy mood and somebody could easily take you off and nail you want to upside somebody's head. You want to take it to the furthest extent. Was there ever a time where you were like, Dak, I am out of control? That's what I'm saying, because I was that. When it comes to anger in my past, like my younger 20s, I would be the first guy to hit you in the mouth. (laughs) Like, I just didn't, I was, I drank a lot from like 18 to 20. Mm -hmm. And um, that was, yeah, they were my angry years Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But ever since then, no, Mm -hmm. anger hasn't been a problem. I, and this doesn't um, go well with the whole red pill community. Mm -hmm. Um, I am very emotional when it comes to like, like like I cry. I, I cry almost every I watch something that, where I cry every day so I can actually feel that right and I don't like the fact when somebody says uh, and you guys might disagree that if you cry in front of somebody that it shows them you're out of control because I, I would dare somebody to test me like I'm, I'm being like I'm in control of everything yes. I'm a very stable person yes. I hold it down well I take care of my family and just because that I am in, I, I shed a tear here and there in front of the girlfriend future fiance doesn't mean I'm not in control that's why I asked you that question okay I don't think it's like you got to hold everything in and be so hard all the time because you can be you can be the hardest mf'er in the world mm-hmm. and shed multiple tears or you can put a front on think you're a hard mf'er mm-hmm. not shed a tear mm-hmm. do you understand what i'm saying I think, I think a lot of warriors have cried in their lives the, uh, yeah but, and but, I, but you don't really hear about those moments and i'm not saying i'm weeping right like right. i don't I, that's another level like if yeah. you're weeping every day but, okay dude there's but like, not every day but there's even times in yeah. your life especially being a man and again this is why we're speaking because again when it comes to masculinity being a man and for us straight men and emotions it gets very like oh i gotta toughen up i can't show any emotion we need to step away from that so that's why we're speaking on this topic is as, as, as such you know? i think you know when you gotta put this whole facade that you're so strong and, and i don't feel that, nothing other it's than to cover up some insecurities and something inside Facts. because if you really are more here we go in control of your emotions and everything mm-hmm. people will sense it mm-hmm. you sense it when you're in the room i don't need to make an announcement I don't walk in a room in front of people and other people and be like, hey, I'm in control. Do you know me? What's right. your name? Buddy? I'm in control. Mm-hmm. But hey, hi, how'd you? Man, come on, man. Yeah. So you people are going to late. You're going to people are going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I get all that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not. Maybe I'm misspeaking here. I'm not saying like 
when I'm with my girlfriend, I'm weeping. Thinking, I don't know what to do. That's okay. That's unacceptable as a man. Like you can you can do something and not look like a little pansy, and actually like be able to figure something out. Like I would never put her in a position where I would where she's so uncertain. Like wow, is he capable of doing this? No, 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 no. That's not the case. Like if I shed a tear in front of her at the end of the day, if she asked me, "Hey, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I got this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. So maybe I misspoke about it. That's the problem. Um, and I don't, John. Like you said, like put a facade on. Like I'm tough and all this. I. I mean, not you. No, 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 generally. So I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like... Because I believe in the crying part. Like, let me just make this very clear. There's nothing wrong with you in front of your girl shedding a tear. I may be in front of my lady and I could shed a tear and say, why they make me do it, baby? But that will... Why <laughs> make me do it? That I will, didn't want to yeah. do it to him. That you will know? be the... What, they ain't yep. make me weak. I'm telling you, I just did something so off the hook because I was pushed there because yeah. I had to at this moment. So I'm shedding a tear. I've known some, you know, some really people who, you know, done some real things in their life. We ain't got to get into that part. Sure, sure. And they could be very emotional people. Yeah. That didn't mean people tried them. Killers. You know, real people have done real... That, that has nothing to do with it. That is people that, oh, a man can't cry. You can be tearing and be a total animal. Absolutely. Total animal. And Tears think, coming down your eyes. And like, he said, and like he said, for a man to be able to express that vulnerability exactly what makes him strong. That's exactly why he is strong. Because, again, for a man to be vulnerable is a very... Um, it's a vulnerable feeling and for a man to be able to express that and ex showcase that that takes strength that takes immense strength and for other men you be like yo i respect that yo yeah so there's, there's multiple perspectives on vulnerability right so a lot of people say like you can't be vulnerable in front of your girl and a lot of people say you can i think there's a level to it like always, i said it, if, you, if you're like always. falling apart in front of her man you need to man up and yes. move and get it together and i'll even say because again everyone's life is different you may be you may have a moment where you're down and out and you may be at your lowest and you really might have a breakdown. That's okay. Unacceptable. That's just me. Okay, that's just me. However, if this is an everyday thing, every month, if this is a monthly thing, a yearly thing, you having a breakdown, that's unacceptable to me. But there's times where a man been through something where he be at his lowest and that's where you need your strong woman to come in and be like, I got you. And you know, then you back on your feet. But yeah, that's just me. That's just so, me. so when you said breakdown, right? And I said unacceptable earlier in the beginning of this podcast, right? We talked about being a man is controlling your emotions, correct? Sure. But would there's that not be, at times where you would, are pushed to the limit where you might snap. Like you said, you might snap. But understood. But you you said that being a man is controlling your emotions. So by having a breakdown, therefore meaning you can't control your emotions, does that not define you that, as a quote-unquote true man? That is a everyday journey, though. That's a, that's an everyday practice, though, to, to control your emotions. That just doesn't come innately, okay, I'm fully, I've reached the max level of controlling my emotions. No, you have some days where nobody will try you. You have some days where people will try you a little bit, and there's some days that will push you to the furthest extent where, like, you about to end up in prison, like he said. You about to max out on somebody. So it's an everyday practice. It's an every, you have to work at that. So, Understood. Yeah, so that's why I think at some point, you know. Okay. You have a moment, cool. You have a breakdown, cool. But like I said, if it's a daily, monthly, weekly, yearly thing, you got to get together, bro. That's unacceptable. But, and I think when you have those moments, when you have that true vulnerable breakdown moment, I think that's when your girl really, you allow her to step up in that sense. That's when she really cares for you more and be like, yeah, I really ride for this dude because he's he needs me in this moment. Yeah, I think that brings her in. When you say you need your girl to step up, what does that mean? Here you go. He oh, I'm to, just he about, asking. He about to have a field day. I'm just asking. He about to have a field I'm day. just listening and analyzing. It is innately, it is innate in women to nurture. Correct. Right. Obviously, they nurture the children and they Correct. nurture the family. Um, 
again, every man's life is different. I can't speak for every man, but let's just say a man who has been through complete war all throughout his life. Correct. And he has met himself at a point where he's in total darkness. You, that's when your partner should be able to come in and be like, "Babe, I got you. Relax." And however she holds you down, again, that's that's relative. However okay. she holds you down, every woman's different. So and you're talking about a nurturing aspect. Yes, I'm not talking about like, let me draw you a bath, babe. I ain't talking about awesome. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just, just wipe you up. Like I'm not saying that. I'm just no. saying like, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there should ever be a point. I'll be speaking a minute, John. I don't think there should ever be a point where she's got to be able to hold everything down because you're having a breakdown. No. Because that's not acceptable. No. Because, like, if, if you guys have kids, I, I don't think you have kids, right? No. But if you have kids, like, you can't, like, as a man, mm-hmm. you need to be there, man. Like, sure. you can't have, like, it's it, it's your choice to have that. It's your choice to sit in the darkness. It's, it's ultimately your choice. That's where I'm driving with. That. That's why I, I was agree. asking. I agree, but yeah, like I said, I think it's relative. Every man's journey is different. I mean, you see the movie 300. There, has has he not cried to his wife? Have he not come to his wife at one point in the movie? I think yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying. When he before he before he was he about turned to, to her before he kicked that man. He the, turned he to he his turned. wife. So again, it takes a strong woman to also be like, I know your role as the man, but at the same time. When you're low, yeah. I got you. When you're weak, I, I got you. I'm not gonna hold you up because I can't, but I got you. And I think that's that's what feels good, you know, to have that, right? That's what I think. I think, well, you know, me personally, if you're with a female and this is the one you claim to be with, you're growing a family and life with, okay. If you at your lowest point, and it's just like people you have relationships with, family with, mm-hmm. when you're at your lowest point and you got nothing to offer and you're not in control of the situation because for whatever reason you lost it. Mm-hmm. You know, for whatever. Yeah. We know you took accountability that you lost it. Right, right, But right. now the problem still exists. Right. This woman is strong enough to step right in, right then and there, and handle it. I don't that's need sexy. a submissive. I don't that's need a sexy, submissive bro. letter. Say what you want. That's sexy. I, I don't want you to be submissive to me. I don't want you. Don't be a dummy. If you got an opinion, sweetheart, speak up. Mm-hmm. You know, or I an, could or, be or wrong. An, or just some encouragement that you got this. I know you down right now. Exactly. But this ain't gonna be no everything. By tomorrow, I'm gonna need you. Second of I'm all, I wouldn't Say invest in like a female that. unless if I was out of the picture. I know this woman can hold everything down. These dudes on that bring home the bacon and that whole. Bro, because God forbid you die and now your wife over here no, talking about what do we do? What do we do? No, man. Like, listen. That's your government. I want a strong woman. I want herself. the woman that's sitting by the bar that no one wants to talk to because she's got the suit on, but she's real good looking. Because a lot of dudes don't want that. A lot of yeah. dudes want someone a little submissive, makes them chest a little poked out, yeah. shoulders broad. No. <laughs> I want the female that, you know. You know what I'm saying? That she can hold it down herself. I have no problem with that because I'm confident in me as a man. And as long as she respects that that role, you know? I know people hate that, what's the role? But as long as she respects the role but she doesn't overstep your role, right? Mm. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Well, relationship got to be natural. I do not want to have a sit down and conversation. If we're vibing and this is your woman, the conversation, babe, what is your role? Mm. Baby, what is your role Mm. in us? Mm. Babe. What am I supposed well, you to do as a You man. shouldn't even have to speak on that. It, That's it, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, it's natural. It's just a natural Y'all both yeah. came together. All I'm saying is this. she's your woman, she's supposed to be have strengths and your weaknesses, and your weaknesses yes. supposed to be All I'm going to say is this. Listen. Period. That's why we become I'm going to just say this. Right? As a dude, right? It's sexy. When you be like, you know, you at your low moment, right? You down. And your girl come next to you. She's like, listen, I know you hurting right now. I know you tough. But listen, I need you. We need you family, kids, whoever, we need you to be at your strongest at some point. Uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. in the next few minutes, we need you. 
I believe in you. I think that's sexy when a woman can talk to me like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I don't I, want no, babe, what do we do? You're down here, and I don't know what to do. So what do I, we do? Yeah. No, I don't I, like that. I agree with certain points that John has. I agree with you, Juan. So you're sa- I think the word submissive rubs you the wrong way. Oh, man, I can't. I don't want a woman to <laughs> It's It's the don't. word submissive don't. That, it's like that, such that rubs you. It, it's male. just the. T- you're so weak. It's inside. the term itself. So I gotta be tough. It, in a in a baby, ha- listen to me. In a household, right? In a household, would you say there are any leaders? I mean, uh, listen. Yes I, or no? I think the male is supposed to be the head of the household. We get which that. means what? Which means if you're the if you're the head of the household, in other words, because I'm not trying to call you, you're avoiding the answer. So because it's a man's world. If you want to uh, get on it, I do right, believe it's so, a man's world. Right, so, but it wouldn't be a damn thing without a woman's touch. Right, so listen, I want to get to Period. that. I agree Give with the story. I got time for. I want to give it to you, man. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I love this. Yo, I love, yo, y'all can feel this energy. Hold yo, on. We love this. So you're saying that the man is the head of the household in the majority of the cases, not all, correct? Not all, yeah. Okay, so if the man is in charge of the household, in his, in other words, he's the he's practically the leader. He holds it down, right? Mm-hmm. There can only be one leader, correct? Which the, would hold on. So if there's one leader, right? There's going to be people that follow the leaders, right? Wouldn't that make you submissive to the leader? Because if you're the leader, you call the shots, right? See. Okay. Oh, you see, you're not no, answering. No, no. I keep saying it over there's, to you, over a, and over. The, right. A female for me, I need them to be independent too. I need you to think on your own. So there's, I'm not saying she can't think on her own. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm asking you that the head of the household is the leader, and then by default, when you're a leader, other people that are not leaders, they are what they follow you, right? There's followers and leaders. Mm-hmm. By being a follower, it defaults to you being submissive to the leader. I want to challenge this with John. Mm-hmm. I want to challenge this with John because I don't. Is there truly one leader ever? There is a leader's job to get other people to ultimately make decisions as well. Right. It's, it's so I'll weird. say. I'll like, say. I, that, I hate the word. Like everyone so wants it's to the word. say, I'll, "King." It's the word. Well, yeah, King. Exactly, I'll say it's this. a trigger King. word. I'll say this though. I'll say this. I'll there. say this. As a godly man, right? I'm a God-fearing man. Biblically, the Lord leads me. And I have no problem saying that. I submit to the Lord. If the Holy Spirit tells me to go left, as much as I don't want to go left, I, I hope that I will be obedient to follow. I have no problems with the word submission because I submit to the Holy Spirit, it, it's, to the Lord. It, it's the word. And so I allow it's, him to guide me. I guide my family, wife and yeah. kids. And then the kids follow what the mother yeah, says. Yeah. It, it's, it's, plain, it's plain as that. Exactly. And I think, it, and again, for the men who aren't religious, that's why it's hard to hear another man say that because if they're they're seeing themselves as God, I think yeah. women or people on the left, however, they see this. Oh, well, you think you're just going to be the leader? I have no problem saying that. I have somebody leading yeah. me. I have something, an entity leading me as yeah. I lead us. Yeah. So, so I yeah. So Josh, just give me like two. So, so like John, what I'm trying to say is like. It's. I think it's a word that's a, a triggering factor for you. I'm not sitting here saying that she can't have opinions and she can't do anything. I'm just simply saying that, like, you ultimately, like, in my in my opinion, look for somebody to make like a decision. Like, obviously, you're going to take into account the other person's opinion, thoughts, and processes, but there's always going to be at least one person that has like a majority factor like it's just the it's the way and the word submit today has a stain on it that's why people run from it that's why certain people run from the word submit oh my god they hear the word submit they cringe because there's a stain on it but if you look at the true definition the true intention of the word submit it is has nothing to do with 
I'm over you. You're little. You're beneath me. It has nothing to do with that. But if everyone is, if everyone is in submission as the unified family, Christ included, to me, it's a unified move in the right direction. That's just me. So yeah. So John, That's my viewpoint. I'm sorry. I'm going on this tangent. So when you said you want that woman, that nobody, and I quote, wants a woman at the bar in a suit because of what an intimidation factor. Uh, okay. When I said the word suit, the woman in the suit. If she has a business suit on. She could be a lawyer getting a drink after work. She could be there. So she represents. She represents like, yo, she don't need myself. you to buy so her drink for her. Right. She's and not the cute girl over there with the lipstick, the whole thing over there on, the blonde if you're a white guy. Whatever. Dame's like under stress. She's not Whoa. there. Like she's not that. But whatever the case may be, she's guy. not that over there. Bastard. The cute girl. She's not that. She is very attractive. Right. But. You know, she got the short haircut, whatever the case may be. She has a suit on. She has her bag off from work. A lot of guys ain't walking up to her because she is confident. And a lot of times, guys want someone that is a little more. I, I can't get it either. Like, you know. Just say Talk your talk. I mean, say No, because I got a response for you. Just, <laughs> okay. just say what but you got to say. a little more like people, men, a lot of men want women to, just, to listen to them. And not all the time, a lot of men are qualified and can make mistakes. And you need a woman to say sometimes, yo, babe, I'm with you. But this one, you're a little bit wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with your aim. You need a new target. That's nothing wrong with that. I need a woman to do it. I need that. I need that. That's the whole purpose because I could fumble the ball. You can't score 30 every night. You can't win every night. So, John. Not perfect. You're not perfect. John, why do you think that you said that men don't want that woman? You're saying because, like. The independence. A lot of men. What, a lot what of men. comes with independent women? What traits? A strong will. What does strong will mean? Meaning they don't budge or go for what you exactly say right then and there until you prove it to be right. So they take on a masculine role? I don't call that masculine. Why not? Why would I call that masculine? Why wouldn't because you? Because you, that's called logical. It's, so you prove what you say to me, babe. Prove it. Don't just because you're the man stand up and say something and that's gold. Okay, prove it to me. Tell me why. If this is the truth, hey, this is how we're going to move. So throughout that's the, the type of chick I need. So, it's, so assertiveness? Uh, yeah, I need a certain. Okay, so Why you just be sitting there. Correct. So throughout, so throughout history, and I'm not a history buff like Zach, so he might actually correct me on this. So throughout history, have women been known to be assertive and dominant and independent? No, right. So why do you think it would work now? Why do I think it would work now? Because hope. Where we're at now, we're not, a lot of people, there's growth for improvement. So somewhere we went wrong. What's the definition? Like, what, are, right. we, what are we improving on, though? Okay. You know, you, you said you came from a single parent uh, household, mm -hmm. right? You didn't have to tell me that it was a man or a woman. You know that, right? Right? You didn't have to say that it was a man or woman. Tell me why would it have been just a woman? I came from a single parent household. Mm, I agree Tell me, tell me, tell me, Wait. since we're all in, we in control. Yeah. We in control, and control the number one thing is the family. You just kept talking about being the leader of the family. You said, hey, I come from a single parent household. Correct. You didn't have to tell me it was your mom. How did I know that it was your mom from the gate? My circumstance no, might be, oh, I'm going to tell you. I have an answer for you. If he said it and didn't tell me his mom, I know it was a woman. 99% chance. If it was a male, it would have stroke. It would have been, oh, huh? oh, it was just your dad there? Listen, it's, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question because now you're, you're um. You're sort of steering the conversation away from where I was trying to get at, but I'll 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 stop. I'll put a yield sign on. So to answer your question, like my mom was a little different because she wasn't feminine at all. 
my mom was gay and took on the the d word when you're gay as a woman mm-hmm. so it was she had the masculine role was rough like it was she held it down now my, i want to get back to this now since you want the sidetrack so throughout the history of time women have not been known to be assertive dominant and independent and the world thrived now look at the world now where people think they're toasters and people are ripping their penises off and things are going haywire and there's more mental illness and there's more single parent like it's never been the case so how are we improving whatsoever since women have been quote unquote more assertive and dominant like what like how have we improved at all dude okay i just know women's worth are very high for the simple fact not all denying I can tell that you huh i'm not denying that okay but what i'm saying is with a woman for me a woman has when it comes to woman taught me how to tie my sneakers a woman taught me how to read a woman burnt me a woman uh wiped the snot from my nose a woman fed me when i couldn't feed me whoa Whoa, like I said, when someone says someone deserts the family, it's a male 90% of the time. A male, you left the family and the woman stayed there and held the family down. Period. End of story, because it's not a fun job. We often have sex and make these kids and make this family. Who's holding the family down? Because you the man. You the man now. So when a woman... A sperm donor. I know the type. When a woman, quote... Okay, so when a woman quote unquote holds the family, and I feel like we're getting really off topic here, but let's just roll with it. So when a woman quote unquote holds the family down, right? Do you know the statistics on them not allowing the father back into the life, even if it was the woman's fault? I don't know the statistics. It's not, and it's it's. I don't have it in front, but but it's tough, man. Section eight housing, they do a lot of. And at the the end of the day, right? The woman chooses to be with a man correct Mm -hmm. does the woman also choose who to sleep with yes or no because we can't make them correct right so by choosing a partner Mm -hmm. and choosing an incorrect partner you can't then put it on the man you have to take responsibility that you couldn't decipher the quality the the quality of man because you just said women are strong and independent and assertive so they've got to be intelligent enough to choose the right dude but apparently they're not doing it statistically right Say it again. I could choose the wrong woman, but men are easier to disengage. Where a woman, she choose the wrong man. We got this baby. You and the dude get into it. I know that unless it's something wrong, you know what I'm saying, the mother's going through something, it's natural for the mother to keep the kids and raise the family. They both made this mistake. Why does the male, some of these males, get left off the hook? Okay, we both did it. You chose me. I chose you. We ain't a good fix, but we got this little life together. Uh, I'm going to get in touch with you in a few years. Call me when you're 18. Or I'm going to go to this better relationship that I found out where the woman is still there with this child. This The woman is still there raising this child. I know women, women hold the families down. So when you say, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I know you want to talk. So when you yeah. say women are there to raise the children, right? There's so many instances where when you're in a relationship as a man and a woman, right, that typically speaking, the majority the majority of the time, the man is making a little more money than the woman, correct? Mm-hmm. So when you're married, because I would hope you're married when you have kids, mm-hmm. right? But it doesn't. But it doesn't, yet. but it's still choice, right? Anyway. So when if something breaks up in a marriage, the, the laws in the United States of America side with women heavily, right? Mm-hmm. So there, it, it's actually marriage... <laughs> 
divorce is incentivized in an indirect form because the woman's going to naturally benefit. So if she divorces you, right, whether it's her fault or his fault, she's going to be eligible for a po- portion of your money, right, while keeping the kids. So why does she need you if she if you're with them and you're and she's still getting your income while you're there? When you're gone, she's still going to get your income. So at any given time if she decides that she doesn't love you anymore and wants to leave you even even if you don't do anything right she still benefits and you suffer so that's why you're seeing a lot of single mother households and they don't thrive whatsoever and stats will back that up that's something that's not me speaking i don't have it in front of me but when you look that up you're going to be you're actually going to be corrected we have a comment from a viewer um they wanted to send in that statistically they say 80 percent of marriages marriages Divorces are filed by women. Eighty percent of divorces are filed by women, and ninety percent of them educated women are because of money. Yeah, it's because of money. It's it's a fact. It's not an opinion. Like it's something I get what you're saying, man. And it's also pushed from. I think there is an agenda also being pushed, whether through government or however up. They definitely want to disrupt the nuclear family. We already know that they've done that. You know, through you know just incrimination you fit the description you have all these women in project housing they make sure no man can come in they 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 make sure they set it up where it's yeah. really pushed to where you know if you disrupt and remove the man out of the home as 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 honorable as it is for a woman to hold down the family which i'm not knocking that like he says statistically these kids who are raised under a single mother home the chances is very difficult it, it's yeah. difficult it's challenging like I, like, so we just have to speak the truth it is challenging. yeah like, i don't want to knock it we're not saying that women can't hold it down they do a phenomenal oh, job I don't say but it is should. very it, again it the should. stats say yeah. it the best like, you I need a man in the home i don't want to but yeah. men tend to drift more than the women from the responsibility remember, of raising we, the kids could be that, that that's one part of it but you also have again higher societies i think there's an agenda that knows if we can disrupt the family unit if we can disrupt that if we can remove the man it start from him. There's a quote that says, "If you want to invade a village, remove um, the men first. Correct. I'm not trying to be funny. That's literally that, a quote. Yeah. So remove the weaponry, which was at that time wisdom, right? Remove the men, and then you feed them religion, and you give all these all these women are just going to church with other women going to church. Who's raising the kids? These yeah. kids are out here raising themselves on the street. You know that in our demographic. Yeah. So, so like this isn't like a, a beat up on you, dude. I'm not yeah, saying no, that. No, it's no, just no, my I opinion. No, I, 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 I want to defend it. Next episode, can I just say one? I'm gonna defend it. But I will. We need women. And I'm gonna second down on this because everything that I must speak for myself, I'm not speaking for anybody else here. Every single thing I do when it comes to work, when it comes on being a better person, being a better man, understanding, listening better. I do it because of my significant other, mm-hmm. right? And I do it for her. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would just be a, not a bum, but I wouldn't be as driven mm-hmm. if I didn't want to support my future wife. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what we do, uh, women are an indirect effect of that. Absolutely. So they're crucial. Absolutely. To, because if they're not- They give a like, man drive. Exactly. <laughs> a without man women, t- that's what I'm trying to, like, it's not a bashing, it's just, I'm just- Not at all. Without women, I'm not. I wouldn't be the guy I am now. And when I say women, Dana. Right, right, right. Right. <laughs> right when I say women, Dana. Facts, facts. So without Dana, I wouldn't be the man I am today. Facts. I was in a previous a woman relationship. Gives a man yeah, man. A good woman. A, a good woman gives exactly. A, man, a good woman will turn a bum. That's can turn I, a bum into a hustler and actually will give a man something to fight for. That's why I said so that strong not, woman you see with the bag and in the uniform or whatever the case may be. I draw strength from that. I think you can Your be strong. Independence or whatever, whatnot. Yeah. I draw strength from that. Yeah, there's different That's types of me. strength though. There, there yeah. you know, there's there strength in femininity. Yes, and there's the strength in femininity. Yes, it can be. But I think there is also a, to me, and I always will. You'll probably always hear me say this word. I think there is a gender that wants to. Remove 
remove women out of their femininity, right? And wants to step them more into their masculine, more into a masculine role, which is unnatural. Yeah. And it makes it more challenging. And then you have a lot of men being pushed in an agenda to step outside of their masculinity, and more feminized. And this is why society is the way it is. Well, what part of the world is that in? The West. The West. It's. You only, only we do this. Only we playing these type of games. The world is, the world is in shambles right now, and we over here arguing, what restroom to use. We arguing over stuff like that. Stuff that the West is arguing over, when there are legit reasons that we should really be concerned of other things that are going on globally. That's going to some downfall. Oh, that's over in the, that's over in the East. That's not where we shouldn't worry about that. Yeah, but all oh, we are all connected. We're all on this planet. At some point, something's going to shift over to us, and it's going to be our baggage as well. Yeah. But we're over here arguing about. Simple stuff. Listen, man. Traditional roles matter whether you want to hear it or not. They, they it's not look. popular. I'm not saying you got to cook clean and stay home. That's not Facts. what I'm saying. Facts. I'm just saying everybody has a role and they've yes. worked for thousands of years before you were even a thought. Right. So why would you why would you fix something that's not broken? That's my thing. Like you Maybe don't. I want different results. So to do different results. But if it's if it's worked, why would you? Okay, but if it's you telling me to keep repeating what's going on and on and on, thousand years before I got here. That worked. Maybe I don't want to repeat it no more. So Maybe you, I wanted to stop. I want something different. I like. Maybe my agenda is different. So if it is, I got to do things I've never done before to achieve things I never had before. Agreed. Period. So I, the way I, I deal with my woman, my yeah. lady, my family, everything. Yeah. No. All, all, all of that. Okay? I agree. Like, I'm not put, any. Put my ego mm-hmm. aside. I'm not just a man because I got a penis. I'm not just a Whoa. man. I'm not just a man because you of don't that. know what a man is identified as no. anymore. You got to calm down with stop that. Stop that. No. I'm just Listen. Saying, I'm like, just telling you what. I'm telling you the facts of the world. You got to earn that. You earn everything. Yeah. Also, for the record, like, I'm not sitting here saying, like, Dana just sits home and does nothing and cooks and cleans. No, she works. I'm not. It's not that. I'm just saying, like, traditional roles, like, they do work. And I would never knock them. They've worked for thousands of years. If it works, it works. Like, I don't understand. Like, you can change. Statistically, they still work. Yeah. It's. I'm not. who are raising a two-parent home versus a parent, a child who's raising a one-parent home. Male or female. Of course that would be better off. So again, we know that, he, so but again, that he said it worked. Work out. I just was saying if a family splits, why when someone walks up to you, it's simple. Let's not dance around. This is very simple. We already touched on that though. Okay, so why is it that it's just a woman always? <laughs> uh, can I so okay, so I'll dig in I'll dig in on this. I'll dig in so let me ask you a question. Why do uh Harvard statistics say that um you know, kids that are raised in single father households thrive better than single mother households. Yet there are more there are more kids in single mother households. So with being more kids, you would think it would be a higher percentage of thriving kids from a single mother household, but it's not the case. So what does that tell you about the difference between being raised in a single mother household versus a single father household? This isn't an opinion. This is a fact that's been shown through studies. It looks at a disadvantage, but at the end of for, the day, for who? The one who is just raised by the woman and the male is non-existent. Seems like it's a disadvantage, but so is that your own experience, though? I think you need both parents if you can have it, but sometimes you don't have both. Correct, and if you can't, and let's just say, let's say, who steps y- up? That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, a y- lot of times, it seems like the woman is the one left with the kid. I saw. I just trying it, to figure so, out. So, so it seems, and what it is, is two different things. Right. So if there's more, 
let's say it's evenly distributed. Let's say there's 10 kids, right? Mm -hmm. Five of them are raised in single mother households. Five of them are raised in single father households. Mm -hmm. Why is it that when it's evenly distributed, statistically speaking, right? And I don't have the exact number, so I'm not going to quote an exact number. But the kids that are in the single father household do significantly better than the kids that are in the single mother household. Like, that's what I'm trying to figure also, out. So another example, there was a meme going around where um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his wife got a divorce. They both have two sons. One lives with the mother, one lives with the father. You can see a distinct difference. And, uh, and pull up the video, pull up the picture. You can see a distinct difference on who's, who's better suit for life, we'll just say. We'll just put it like that. You can see who's better fit for life, who's better suited for life. Simple. Because it's hard for women to take on a traditional masculine role. Can they do it? Yeah, but it's like it's, they, not, natural. it's not natural. Yeah. That's my argument yeah. here. That's the only thing I'm saying. We're not knocking. We're women saying are significant. Yes. They played a, a vital role. I grew up in, in, in the family. I grew know? up in a, a woman household. Like I get it. If I didn't have my mom, I would not be who I am today. I'm just saying, statistically speaking, they're just at a disadvantage. Because why would why would somebody want to make a woman? Like so, ma take on such a masculine role. It's a fucking exhausting. It's exhausting for me. I can't imagine her. She's already got to be feminine and look good and dress up and do this and cook and clean and do all that. And now you're asking her to be masculine. And the too. Didn't have no choice. Sometimes you. No, have that's choice. what. No, but that's what. That's it's hard. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, it's going to be hard. You, I'm left to do two people's jobs. Correct. And the problem is, you also I have, left. and the it doesn't help that you live in a society where a lot of men are running away from their obligations of that, as well as that was my whole thing. Yeah, as well as higher ups. I think again, agendas being pushed to also push men out of that role, pushing them away from wanting to be a man and step up, taking care of their obligations. You playing out in the street, but you got kids at home with a with a baby mom or a wife or whoever, and you playing out in the street. They also are through our music, through our culture. It's also being pushed for men to also, hey, step out of that role. Let your wife take over or let your girl take over that masculine role. And this is why most women are, are sometimes viewed as angry who are usually living in that masculinity. What do they come off? Aggressive. She's tense. She's, 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 she's difficult. They're, this is what it is to be a man. <laughs> that's, what all, that's all we're saying. That's it. That's, like I said, we're not knocking. Again, a, a woman is a vital, being a mother and a woman is a vital role. We would not be who we are without the good women in our lives. We, I know where I come from and I'm grateful for the woman that has birthed me. But at the same time, we need a man. I think it's so easy in this culture to also say men ain't shit, men are trash, right? You'll never hear a man say women are trash. Whether he feels that way or not, you'll never hear a man say women are garbage because we don't feel that way. Because we feel they're vital because, in roles, right? Thank you. Yeah. What, so, what, what men, men, men can down, down women too. Well, they're not men ways. then. To me, if you can do that, if you can do that, you're a boy. I'm that's not, just me. So let's just differentiate that. There's a difference between a man. A man, ain't, a man ain't going to do that. A man will never, out of his mouth, say women are garbage, women are trash, we don't need them. But yeah. you've heard never, that plenty of times. He was a boy. So he was a that. child. He was a boy. You've heard that. But he was a boy. Plenty of times. That's perpetuated a lot of ways. I think you guys just kind of wrapped up everything that you were talking about before, like compassion, sympathy, all these mm -hmm. emotions, aggression, understanding these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I see both sides of this sure. right? and I think what you're saying is that I agree with that mm -hmm. the manhood is identifying you know the role mm -hmm. and what someone has to play, whether it be. Yeah. and then to John's point that role could be various and I get I, I can, can yeah I feel that you ain't lying bro you say yeah. it's for heavy shit and I like that you could back it up too yeah, yeah, for real. yeah so I'm gonna, I want to give you guys the quote um, well, not necessarily a, a direct quote but the idea of you know someone once told me they'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war Jordan Peterson 
and the man himself. The man himself. I want, I want, I want to kind of leave you with that to kind of wrap up with because I, I do feel like this conversation ultimately led into exactly how you started those mm-hmm. ideas because mm-hmm. these are what a man, in my opinion, needs mm-hmm. to identify these things. Mm-hmm. Who are you dealing with? What's going on? What is the role that I need to take and what, what kind of responsibility do I need to take off someone else's shoulders mm-hmm. to make yeah. this team work? Facts. So Facts. with that idea, how do you guys feel about that? Do you, are, do you guys about the you, quote? The quote, yeah. Are you guys warriors and gardens? Are you guys gardeners and war? Mm. Um, and and what is the the value to that? What's mm. the, does that does that speak to you? The complexity of human. Mm. Yeah. So I think that I would identify myself as a. It's definitely a warrior in a garden. Like I said earlier, like I I can be emotional, but mm. don't test me mm. because I can I can back it up. Mm. So that's how I would identify, uh, once again, and all the way back to the beginning, it's about controlling things. Like, you got to be controlled under chaos. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely controlled under chaos. Mm-hmm. And, um, when there's some, chaos, that's when you should be the most calm. Yeah. When there's chaos all around you, that's when you should find that inner peace and be at your most centered self. You, you got to be real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I am to answer your question, Zach. I think that, because you don't want to be a gardener in, in, in like a, what you say, like a war? A war, because then you're useless. Mm-hmm. I hate, I don't, the mm-hmm. word useless is really rough to say, but yeah, yeah, let's right. call a spade a spade. Like, sure. what are you going to do? Hit somebody with the hoe? <laughs> Not like a hoe, like the gardening tool. Like, uh, it's like they're, yeah. when they have guns, it, yeah. it, it, you're, you're, I agree. you're, you I agree. have no purpose. Not purpose. You, mm-hmm. you have, you can't combat that. Sure. You, you're on borrowed time at that point. Sure. Yeah, when it's wartime, you have to be prepared for war. Yeah, and it's such an extreme, but but it's still like it can be it can be a situation. So you need to always be you need to always be prepared for something. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. What you got, John? What you got? What you, He's you probably going to beat me up after we leave. Yeah. Here. No, I, I got no problem. I want two people. I just want to say this too, real quick though. Uh, the Browns are going to the Super Bowl, guys. We're in the playoffs, guys. We're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Just say it. You know, dog pound. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. I don't else to say to you. <laughs> don't be mad. Let it be what it be. I'm just saying, like, everybody yeah. wants to sit on the ground. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I yeah, it. I think we touched on everything. I mean... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we did. And like you said, it was a full wraparound. So, yeah, we yeah, we touched on a lot of things, as we always do. But this is how we talk when we're in the gym. While we're, we're literally working out in between sets, we talk like this. We have our debates. I know people are looking at us like, are they fist fighting? Are they fighting? Mm. Bro, this is literally how we get down. And we always have a – sometimes we have opposing views, and we respect each other's opposing views as well, you know? I think the biggest thing is we we have healthy challenges. And you need that. You need to have Being a healthy a man, you challenge. Need to be able to challenge one another. Yeah. Like I love John with all my heart. Yeah. And I only do it out of love because yeah. I love his. Yeah. It, it, when I challenge him, it brings out a different. Yeah, he's and tough. He fights it, back. He's not gonna be like, "Oh, you're right." No, yeah. I like that he got that energy and, back. Yeah. And this is what people need to see. Like yeah. you don't always have to have, um, a, you know, a, da, 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 the same views and perspectives. And then if you do differ, if you do differ in perspectives, like you don't have to be an ass. Sure. Like next you, next next episode, I might be the op. There's a jumping me. Yeah, there's. I've seen many podcasts where there's a way to speak to people and a way not to, no matter what is said. Sure. And if like again, if you can't control that, it's a problem as a man. Sure. That's why I think it's healthy that we have healthy dialogue here, even when we disagree. Sure. Hundred percent. Much love. Much love. I'm still down with the ladies. Merry Christmas, man. We're still in it together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Happy New. This is the last day.